honestly, okay. If people we know are going to be listening to this, we may be in trouble. Hi everyone, you're listening to Adolescence. I'm Sarah. And I'm Finley. And on Adolescence, we talk about everything relating to teens, such as our favorite ships, books, and just general life stuff. Yeah, so if you clicked on this by accident, please keep listening, because I promise you it's going to be it's going to be at least mediocre. And we want to monetize it. Okay, so Sarah, what are we talking about today? Well, today we're talking all about music, such as our prior experience in music, our, um, for lack of a better word, interesting, interesting <laughs> middle school mu- music experience and our favorite musicians and artists. All right. So Sarah, back yeah. when you were a prepubescent child, what uh, was time. your musical experience? I played the clarinet because in my elementary school, you were expected to play an instrument for fourth and fifth grade. So in third grade, you had this giant showcase where you watched like people who are fourth and fifth graders play their instruments, and then you got to pick your instrument. And see, I would love to say that I picked clarinet because like I was super interested in it, but but actually, I just picked it because the least number of people were playing it. I need to turn that over. Oh my god. Okay, well, at least your school had like actual instruments. Okay, I want to tell you. I went to, like, a really, really small school. And when yeah. I mean small, I mean there were less than 20 people per did with the with the fancy church ones that are $1,000 each bell. Okay, uh, for some reason, okay. my music teacher was like, what better, de- what better idea for this year's nativity play to show our love for the Lord than to give a bunch <laughs> of fourth graders $1,000 bells? <laughs> okay. And then she gave us this huge lecture about how we had to wear these little gloves before we could even touch the bells. But then the first thing this boy in my class did was drop the bell on the floor. (laughs) So after that, we were not allowed to use the bells and that concluded my elementary school music experience. I also, I played piano for like a little bit when I was really young, but that was just a traumatizing experience, so we're not going to get into that. Okay, but, like, okay, so, like, I know how, like, a lot of people start playing piano when they're young, but, like, apparently, like, I asked my mother why I hadn't played piano when I was younger, and she said, like, I adamantly refused to play, but, like, I wish she had forced me to play, so I was, like, talented at piano, because, like, people who can play piano, like, it just seems nice to be able to play piano, because it's, like, kind of the bass in all, like, music things, you know? Yeah, like when you're at Costco and there's that one like seven year old who's like whipping out for Elise on on like the Costco piano or something. I totally I Wait. totally get what you mean. Okay, this is so random, but for Elise has this crazy story behind it because was it Mozart who wrote it, or is it? I'm not, I I seriously I don't know classical music at all. Like people are gonna attack us. If you are gonna attack us, please don't. But the guy who wrote it, he wrote it for this girl he had a crush on who was like horrid at playing piano. So the first part is super easy, but then he wrote that when he had a crush on her, but then he realized that like 
she was in love with someone else, so he made the rest super hard so she would never be able to play it. And I don't know if that's true, but, like, I hope that's true. That's that's a power move right there. After fourth and fifth grade, after elementary school, Sarah and I entered sixth grade. We had grown up. And we, this is, this is when we, this is the year we became friends. And this was also the year of sixth grade instrumental music. Do you want to give a little overview on this course, Sarah? Yes. So the first semester was dedicated to, I'm not quite sure what, but we never... (laughs) read sheet music and I'm pretty sure the teacher didn't believe in sheet music um we spent a lot of time with the pianos like playing a note and then you had to play it back on your instrument but they wouldn't tell you what the note was um the second semester we got sheet music but we never used it I think we were expected to practice with it but we never did I don't know I was in band I'm pretty sure no one ever practiced like I I don't know if that was an expectation or what but I'm pretty sure that I never, never practiced. Yeah. <laughs> and okay, because I was playing clarinet. Yeah. Yeah, and I played the cello. Um, so you just continued playing clarinet from elementary school. I yeah. picked up cello because it's my mom's favorite instrument. So we're gonna get into the concerts we had. And by concerts, I say that very loosely. Because it's important to keep in mind that the first concert was in first semester when we hadn't used sheet music the entire semester. I, yes. (laughs) Um, okay. So what do you think would happen if you just put a bunch of middle schoolers who have zero experience on their instrument in front of a crowd of people and they're expected to play a song even though they have no idea how to read sheet music. You get Pachelbel's Canon in D. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people have played this song. Yeah, a lot of people in the class um, said that it was their parents' wedding song and their parents were in the audience <laughs> and I think it was ruined forever for them. Oh my god, that is a bad moment. I literally want to apologize if for some reason you're listening to this and you were at that concert, I'm pretty sure you can attest to what a traumatizing experience this was. So, any, okay, I have, to, I have to tell you, our teacher, he plays double bass. He also plays bass guitar and a variety of other instruments. He has, like, I mean, his, like, main instruments are obviously double bass and bass guitar, but he can, like, he's pretty confident. In like other instruments so i guess so this guy teacher. yeah so this guy obviously about two weeks before a concert he had a realization that hey these dum-dums may not be able <laughs> to hold their own in front of a huge audience how do i fix this situation with the two weeks i have well one you could teach the kids had to read sheet music. Obviously not. That's that's not an option. What else? Two. You could... Two? Um, you have a lot of musician friends. So... Yeah. You could hire them. So this guy, 
literally hired his music friends to come and supplement this performance. And I, I know you're thinking, you may be thinking, oh, maybe he hired a violin to like, as a little plant, you know, to, and, and just like, we could be like miming or something while the, the professionals are playing. No, no. He hired like a drummer and like an electric guitarist or something. Like what, who was there again? I think there was definitely a drummer. There was definitely a guitarist. I'm pretty sure there was a, a saxophone player. Yeah. It and there like were no saxophones. Weird, I don't even know what it was. It was like a modern adaptation of Pachelbel's canon. Yeah, but it was like electric you know, guitar, violins, or I don't know if you guys, the orchestra was playing. But the worst we, part was... We were playing, but I, playing oh. is... Oh, a okay. little bit of a questionable term, but, but... the best part was the trumpet players. <laughs> oh my god. Because if you don't know how to play a trumpet... <laughs> it does not work out. I will tell you that right now. Oh my god. You might think after that performance, which, by the way, I tried to find this performance like on our school's YouTube channel. I'm still looking, but if I do find the performance, I will put an audio clip in this. So you will you you will hear it if I do find it. Okay, it's like probably not there because everyone realized. Don't get your hopes up because I'm pretty sure like all the parents that took a recording were like, mm, gonna delete that instantly. <laughs> I do not want that on my phone. I think my mom deleted it. I'm pretty sure my mom lit like my mom is usually pretty nice about these things. She's like, oh, that was great, sweetie. This one, she was like what was that <laughs> and not even joking okay hey this is finley and unfortunately i could not find the video and post-production of pachelbel's canon but i did find this gem i don't know what this song is if anyone knows what the song is please tell me and it's from it's from our second concert that we ever did so enjoy Sarah, are you still playing clarinet? No. Because I think, honestly, I was a pretty good clarinet player through fourth and fifth grade, surprisingly, like as a 10-year-old. But I think through my middle school music experience, my clarinet skills declined um, to the point where like, I don't think I could like pick up a clarinet and play it. And also I took really bad care of my clarinet because I like didn't care at all. I think I used the same reed for all of seventh grade. And a reed is like a piece of wood you put in your mouth every single time you play your instrument. Ooh. Mm. Which is really yeah. fun. Okay. So what kind Let's talk about our musical tastes. Musical tastes? Okay. We'll well, start, we haven't we'll start talked about very... your drumming. Oh, yeah. We have okay. to talk about... Okay, so, so 
Finley. Now, now, I have to tell you, reading music was not working out for me. Okay, when I was, I mentioned piano a while ago. I the reason why it was so traumatizing is because I cannot read sheet music. I'm pretty sure I have sheet music dyslexia or something because I swear. I actually memorized every single song I had to play and just, like, played it, like, by ear. Which, I don't know, maybe that meant I was really talented or something, but... No, it was it was traumatic. But, anyway. So, I stopped playing cello, I stopped playing piano, but then recently, or about a year ago, maybe a little more, I started playing the drums. Why did I start playing drums? I mean, I, actually, I have no idea. I think it was mainly because um, my brother plays guitar, so it's cool to be able to play with him. And you don't have to read sheet music when you play drums, so it's pretty awesome. And I personally, okay, I don't know about you, Sarah, but I hate classical music. Oh, my God. What, what are your feelings on classical music? Like, I think classical music would be really fun if I was a talented violin player who could do that thing where you, like, vibrate your fingers and it sounds super beautiful. Uh-huh. But, like, I was never at that level, so it was kind of just, like, this unattainable thing that was kind of boring and all sounded the same. Yeah, I, I cannot listen to classical music. And I know some people are going to be super offended because... Okay, like I listen classical to classical music. music, like, when I have to study because it actually, like... Even that, I cannot... Okay, but maybe I just have poor study habits. I think that's my problem. Because when I study, I listen to, like, I listen to, like, the United States charts, which is, like, not study music. Mm. Okay. I listen, I only listen to instrumental music when I study, but, like, recently I've gotten really into listening to, like, trap beats while I study, and it's, like, very focusing. And I'm getting off track, so keep talking about your drums. Okay. Honestly... For everyone who wants to get into music, but they're not sure what to do, I would highly recommend drums. Now, it's honest. Okay, getting a drum set is very annoying, and they're really large, but I it's so much fun, and it's so cathartic to play because it's literally just you hit things, and it just turns into music. Also, should we talk about our musical tastes now? I mean, probably. My music tastes... I mean, they used to be, like, very poppy because I wasn't, I didn't have the, like, drive to go out and find music I actually liked. So I would just, like, listen to what other people listen to. When was this? Like, elementary school or middle school or what? I feel like the first time I started listening to music was when I, like, discovered my mom had a Spotify. So I, like, logged onto there really quickly and, like, my first playlist ever was titled Taylor Swift and Katy Perry. And it's exactly <laughs> yeah. what it sounds like. It was a playlist entirely of Taylor Swift and Katy Perry. I can literally hear that in my head. Yeah, right okay. Now. But then, okay, when I had that playlist, that was when Taylor Swift took her music off of Spotify. So then my Taylor Swift and Katy Perry playlist was only Katy Perry. <laughs> oh, no. So then I thought, so this okay. Is- I have to branch out more. It's time to evolve. It's time to evolve. So, of course, I listen to, like, old Jonas Brothers songs. I listen to, like, and then I also listen to their, like, newer songs. Like, Nick Jonas's, like, 
solo songs and stuff. It was like I would not listen to anything that wasn't on like the Billboard 100. And like once it yeah. came off it, I would be like, I'm done with this. I can't listen to it anymore. So it was a really interesting time. Okay. I want to say I think I was the exact opposite. When I was younger, I I went through an emo phase in Oh, I remember a, that. around when I was when I was 8 years old maybe. It was like 4th <gasps> oh. grade. It was Not like actually It was oh, I mean, I I think I've gone through several yeah, small yeah, yeah. emo phases, but this was like I didn't even know, okay, I didn't know what it meant, but I hated everything mainstream when I was in fourth grade. I don't know what was wrong. Edgy kid. With, like, Finley when, yeah, when, with Finley when she was, like, in, when she was nine years old. I had a burn hatred Taylor Swift, and I feel really bad, because it, it was backed by no evidence. I was, like, one of those people who hated her for absolutely no reason, other than she was popular. Um, I... I remember when everybody... Okay, do you remember when 1989 came to uh, the Bay? I went to like, it. Like, way back in, like, 2015. Yeah, I went. Oh, my God. <laughs> I bullied everyone who went to that. No, I remember because it was, like, I was... It was that one week. Everybody had went. Everybody was talking about it. And I bullied everybody who went to that concert. Well, I don't know. I listened to... I guess if you're in the Bay... You know what K Fog is. I K Fog was my religion. And they just play they play a lot of like old a lot of nineties post grungy kind of things. Mm-hmm. Have you I listened to K Fog? No. I was never listened like, to K Fog? No. What? Okay. Were you a but... Star One One Three person? <laughs> no, I was a ninety seven point three person. How did your music taste evolve after edgy emo Finley who hated Taylor Swift? Okay. I think it was seventh grade <laughs> I, okay. I remember it was it was like it was the day before my birthday this is like foreshadowing okay <laughs> a monumentous occasion happened it was the day that look what you made me do dropped and i was i was literally i i don't even i was absolutely shook because i think i first listened to it maybe at school i think it was at school do you remember that day I don't think so, but I remember where I was when I first watched the music video. Where were you? I was sitting, like, at my desk, or at a desk in, like, my living room, and I, like, yelled. I was, like, to my sister, I was, like, you have to come over here and see this. I can't believe that Taylor, (laughs) like, did this, and I was far too dramatic about it. (laughs) Oh, my God. I, I was, like, wow. I think, I think Taylor Swift might be okay now. Like, what? I really went through an evolution. I think, it, okay, while well, you started, I think you started slowly evolving away from Taylor Swift. I think Taylor Swift was starting to grow on me, okay? I think in eighth grade, I was, I was on board with Taylor Swift, especially her older music. I was, oh. I was like listening to it obsessively, okay? Because I feel like she has really nice lyrics. She and does have really honestly, nice lyrics. Yeah, I think her songwriting is very underrated because she writes all her own songs, which I admire a lot. Yeah. Because I, mean, I feel like a lot of people nowadays, yeah. Her songs are full of... I have kind of my own weird 
it's weirdly complicated relationship with Taylor Swift because like I go through phases of liking her and phases of not liking her which is probably more my own fault than it is like who Taylor Swift is but like her songs are so slant rhymey that sometimes the rhyming gets a bit I love that I love slant rhymes but okay if you had to say what are your top three favorite Taylor Swift songs oh that's so hard should I say my top my top three? You should go. I first, was thinking yeah. about this. Okay, okay, okay. I'll say number one, definitely all too well. I think it's. I just think okay among Taylor Swift fans, I feel like everyone likes this. So this is kind of basic, but I think I don't know. I think lyrically, this one's really nice. And I don't know. I feel like this is Taylor Swift at her finest. Red, which is my also my favorite album. Uh, my second I'm just gonna go off what I feel right now second state of grace which is incredibly underrated my third favorite for some reason right now it's sparks fly that's just the one that comes to my head right now okay I don't know so I think she has such a like immense discography and there's so many songs and they're all so good okay so it's really hard to pick but i guess i'll go in like chronological order so my first one would be the lucky one i remember listening to it for the first time like two years ago and like i really like it like it has good lyrics that's a that's a solid pick yeah and there's like one lyric i don't remember the exact wording but it's like you see your name in lights and that's just like a really nice lyric to me and i like the imagery and then oof, i don't know oh i really like clean from 1989 oh i yes. kind of like it's like a really good song it's a good like that's when the you're... most underrated song on yes. 1989 yeah so underappreciated and i really like i like a lot of the songs on lover but I really like Daylight. Like, I kind of like the last songs on the album because I'm kind of a sucker for, like, the slow songs. Ugh. But Daylight, I, I thought was a really good song. Oh, my God. Off of Lover, I'd have to say Cornelia Street is my favorite. <sighs> uh-huh. I don't know why. I was like, oh, my God. I listened – the first time I listened to this, I bought the Lover CD because I actually own CDs. I listened to the whole thing. And when that song came on, I was like, oh, my God, that one's my favorite. What are your favorite musical artists slash songs right now? It's really hard to pick a single song, but I've been getting into, there's this um, playlist on Spotify called Lorem, and I really like a lot of the songs on that, because they're just like, they remind me a little bit of pop, and when I used to be super into pop, but they're a little different. And my favorite artists right now are probably, I'm not quite sure how to pronounce this, but Thea Badubi, I think. And then Conan Gray, I really like. Kid Crow is such Conan a good Gray. album. Oh my god. I actually, I love Conan Gray so much. Conan you know, Gray's actually, lyrics are what so was the, good. The, okay, the first video I watched of Conan Gray was Conan Gray, and he was talking about Taylor Swift, or singing Taylor Swift-related songs. So that was a real... See, Taylor Swift was just a real <laughs> a real big um, part of our musical journey. Yeah, do you want to talk about Bea? About what? 
Bay of a Doobie. Oh, yeah. I love her. I, like, I think, I don't know how I found her, but I just started listening to her, like, obsessively a couple months ago. And, like, all of her songs, there's just, like, this rockiness to them, and then also this, like, her voice is kind of, like, you can probably describe it better, because you're more of a, like, a, it's I don't like, know her genre is really unique it's very it's very grungy but it's like gentle grunge yeah because she has a very 90s feel Mm -hmm. she also has like very 90s like style sometimes yeah like a 90s vibe a lot and especially in her videos in her style i don't know it's not a very 90s vibe um what else i've been listening to a lot of you know one year ago, I started getting really into 21 Pilots. And I think I yeah. was always kind of into 21 Pilots, but 21 Pilots suddenly just really grew on me. So mm. I don't know. That's I don't know. I've never obsession. like listened to 21 Pilots. What are your favorite songs? Oh, okay. All-time favorite is Trees. I don't know why. Second favorite, Migraine. Third, uh probably tear in my heart those are all pretty basic okay pretty yeah pretty basic picks but i don't know i just i really love their lyrics and they have such a unique style because it's like they incorporate some like alternative pop also like some rap it's i don't know i just think it's really interesting they talk a lot about mental health which i think is really cool Mm -hmm. trying to think of like other other people i like oh i like okay I didn't listen to Lord's 2017 album Melodrama before, like, a couple months ago. And, like, I really like Lord. Like, her music sounds, all the songs sound pretty similar. But, like, I kind of like that because it's, like, the classic, like, Lord sound. I think I have not listened to Lord that much. But I feel like she's a really cool person. So I, I can't say that much about her. Yeah. No, I think she's super cool. And I think if she ever releases more music, I would devour it. But I have to see if I get lucky. If you could have one album from any singer, like, instantly, oh. what, who would you pick? What do you mean? Like, own it or, like, have made no. it? Like, they drop a new album oh. right now. Oh. That's so, do they have to be alive? E- yes. Like, okay. Like, because if we got another Beatles album... Are you no. a Beatles fan? I'm like... Like, I don't listen to the Beatles a lot, but, like, I go through phases where I listen to the Beatles, and all their songs are just, like... I'm going to go on a bit of a, like, two-sentence tangent. But, like... Go ahead. They're so, like they feel like they were made like kind of for you even though you know they weren't and like there are these really personal songs about like the Beatles but they're also like totally like for other people I don't know the Beatles just create this like weird connection with them through their music and also it sounds super good and also they're just cool people and also I saw a thread (laughs) of their quotes on Instagram and um they just seem cool, and I wish I could have been friends with them. But can alive, you do like a, 
Can you can you do like a little top three Beatles songs? Oh, I like all the really basic ones, like Yesterday's So Good. Uh-huh. Yesterday's probably like one of the best songs of all time. Like, don't attack me for I, saying I that. I agree. But yeah, I feel like that's a universal. Like, Yesterday's So Good. I like Here Comes the Sun a lot because it reminds me of the color yellow, which is my favorite color. And then, mm-hmm. even though Hey Jude goes on for, like, seven minutes, it's, like, yeah. still a really good song. Those are those are solid picks. I think Yesterday is... I am not really a Beatles fan, but that is such a good song. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you see Billie Eilish singing Yesterday at the Oscars? I did not. Was it good or bad? It was really good. Okay, okay. She I'm did not a surprised. really good job. Like She's got a really, really nice voice for Mm -hmm. those types of songs, I feel like. Yeah. All right, so that was our conversation about music. I hope you guys listened to the end. And I guess at the end of the episode, we're trying to do this thing where we say what song is stuck in our head, which is pretty appropriate for this episode. So, Sarah, do you have a song stuck in your head right now? Not right now. But I've been listening to Be Kind by Halsey and Marshmallow a lot. And it's really good, and I highly recommend listening to it at least once. Solid pick. I have the worst song stuck in my head right now. <laughs> okay. It's, it's Trolls <laughs> Just Wanna Have Fun <laughs> from Trolls World Tour, the what? soundtrack. Okay, so yesterday, my brother and I were, like, in the pool, and we were listening to music sometimes. My brother was, like, I I told my brother he could choose, and that was a bad idea, because he was, like, ha, 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 let's listen to Trolls. (laughs) He doesn't, he doesn't like Trolls. Like, this is an ironic choice, but there's a song called Trolls Just Want to Have Fun, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's an exact ripoff of Girls Just Want to Have Fun, except they changed the world girls to Trolls, which is... (laughs) A very creative decision. Anyway, it's a terrible song, and uh, we'll put the we'll put the link to it in the show notes. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>